right, all right, fine. I'll be a gracious host. How you doing? Little Mermaid is the scariest Disney movie by far, though. Why the hell is Ace Blade in your Kickstarter? <laughs> Some comics. We gonna, I'm getting controversial today. We're going to get controversial today with... with... My, my proudest moment is this interview. And being able to talk to you too. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages towards comics in collaboration with Fourth Wall Productions respectfully brings to you the 64th episode of the Four Tales podcast. I am your host, Kyron Silva from Taurus Comics. Across the way is the Orchid author of Ace Blade, Dandy J. Quick. And together we are your two award-winning Blurred Comic Creators here to help you find your next favorite comic. We are live on the Age of the Geekdom Network via Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. So if you're listening and watching us live, Thank you for all your support. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, review this podcast and all our shows because all your positive reviews help us reaching a bigger audience. And if you do want to support the, the uh, Four Tales podcast, please go to our website, fourtalespodcast.com, buy some merch, buy us a coffee, do anything you can to help us financially because uh, Danny's broke, I'm broke, we could use the help. I'm just saying we could use financial help. Brother Darth Danny, how you doing today? Finally, oh God, Four Tales has come back to the internet. We were just oh. here last week, like we are uh, almost every Saturday. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, we, we are we 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 are live. Um, I am out on location right now. I was gonna have, I wanted to have the mountains in the background. We got a we got a Comic Con uh, here at a school in uh, Boone, North Carolina, in the mountains. Um, today and I wanted to have like my banner, my uh, my my pop up banner and my and my thing in in the mountain in the background and and all that, and uh, it's just too windy outside, so you know. Well, you can like show the mountains outside the window if you want to turn the screen for our, our viewing pleasure. Can y'all see out the? Oh, oh that's beautiful! Look at those blue skies, man! I haven't seen my, blue skies like that in years. Get an angle, but it's that's nice good. out there. That's that's nice, man. That's nice. All right, all right. And what do you, Darth Quick over there? Exactly, exactly, fish. All right. Um, and what do you at again? What what's the name of the event? It is um Mountain Con, out okay. in Boone, Boone, North Carolina. Um, two right. two hour drive, two hour drive for us. Mm. But um, we we'll come out here to the school and we we're gonna have fun. All right. And how long are you gonna be there? Um, until six o'clock. So about. Eight hours. Okay. All right. Six p.m. Eastern. I'm assuming not not Pacific. Eastern. Okay. Yes. Eastern. All right. <laughs> All right. And yeah. what are you selling today? Um, we just got comics, man. We're gonna try something okay. new today. We're bringing out. Um, we got some bundles that we're gonna try out, and we um are promoting the Kickstarter. So I'm gonna try to get the people to put us on their social medias and stuff like that. And um, you know. And what's this Kickstarter about again? Uh, uh just come up some support for uh. For the Ballad of the Black Rose in Harlem, the okay. uh, the Kickstarter that uh, Kyron uh, drew, Kyron did the wonderful um, interior art and cover art for, and um, you know, uh, it's a per very personal story to me. My mom and my my wife both love westerns, and I kind of got drawn into that. And I and now I love westerns, so 
um, I wanted to make a Western comic, and and this is this is what we came up with. And where can people go to like sign up for that? Just you know, they, they could go to uh, Fourth Wall Pros backslash fourthwallpros.com backslash Kickstarter. It's uh-huh. the easiest way to get there. But if uh-huh. you just go over to Kick, oh yep, yeah, that's it right there. Um, Kickstarter.com and search for Black Rose in Harlem, and you'll you'll find it. All right, that's enough. Uh, that's enough promoting you now. <laughs> that was unintentional. That was un- yeah. unintentional. All right, brother, quick. We only have a few minutes because we know you're busy and you want to get off the show as soon as possible. It's like every day. No, so that's not, that's not true. I came up. I drove up here early. I drove up early so that I could have this hour free um, to be on the show. So I didn't. Don't don't do me like that now. Don't do me like that, Kyle. You literally said before we started the show, let's hurry it up. I need to get my black butt out of here so I can make I some was, money. I, I can't. I, I'm not at home because I, I can't not, do my TikToks now I and make money not. off TikTok anymore. So I need you to hurry up so I can get back I on TikTok. Not. I said let's get started because, like Fish said, we were five minutes late. So I was saying let's get started so that we're not late. We know we got people wanting to be the first comment. Um, mm-hmm. Surprised Javon isn't in here yet. But um, you know, we got a we got an esteemed guest today. We got a wonderful guest, uh, uh artist from uh Farmville, North Carolina, I believe. And um, yeah. Ace Play Six is live on Kickstarter. No, it's not. Where, why does that keep coming up? I don't know how to fix stuff. That's why I don't mess with technology because it always does what I don't want it to do. All right. Well, that's why I try to handle the technology as much as possible because you just don't know what you're doing. Uh, but let's. So what? I have deficiencies when it comes to technology. <laughs> <laughs> we both read that comment at the exact same time, too. Uh, Brad, um, you know what? Javon and Kevin are my one and one A's as far as replacements for Danny. I'm still deciding between the two of them um, right Morgan, now. Morgan is the only only replacement that I will allow to come on this show and take my spot. That's it. Morgan is my number two replacement only because I'm scared of Whitney. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, don't worry about getting, don't worry about getting Javon or, or uh, Kevin today. In the future, they'll need them, but not today. But today, we have an amazing creator on the line. He is the writer and artist of an, um, a fantastic series called The Sunstroms. Uh, he apparently is uh, Danny's best friend from what I'm hearing. I don't know. Um, I got kicked out of, the best friend slot. Facebook user just said yes. I gotta assume that's Kevin Chapman. I gotta assume that's Kevin Chapman. Gotta be. Gotta All be. right. All right. Let's let's bring the man on the line, uh, Mr. Gene Willoughby, sir. How you doing? Hey, how's it going? How's it going? Good to be here. I'm glad you guys had me on, and I just want to thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to be on here. And no problem. Man, anytime. Come on now, Gene. You know how it go. Um. Fair. So for the for the folks who don't know you, I know you uh, from I think we've known each other a couple of years now, probably four or five yeah. years. Um, Hammer Blam Studios, um, the Sunstroms. We got yeah. uh, you, you got a, a Ace Blade a variant cover along. You know, Kyron has one. Gene has one. There's a couple of folks who got them now. Oh, wait, um, Gene got a uh, Ace Blade cover. I, didn't, I haven't seen this yet. Absolutely. Um, I got one. I got one back here, but I didn't bring it out. But um, oh. yeah. So introduce yourself to the people. And um, tell them about your work. Um, I'm Gene Willoughby. Um, I'm the I'm the writer and artist of the Sunstroms. Um, also, um, upcoming projects like um, the Last Age that I'm working on now. Uh, but the Sunstroms is where um, I 
I first started putting my material out. Um, to, um, 2017 is when the novel dropped. Um, and that's when I first started doing shows. Um, I started doing um, prints um, to go with the characters because I love to draw as well. And once people started seeing the prints at the shows, um, that kind of segue into doing comics because people like the art. And so um, I started there. Um, the Sun- Sunstroms is about a superhero family. Um, they end up losing. There's there's an Ace Blade cover right there. Um, it's about a superhero family. They end up doing um, losing both parents in battle. Um, their oldest son, Sam, he's been kind of running from the responsibility his whole life. His dad has always wanted him to get the siblings and and form this team to take it to the next generation. It's not something he wants to do. So he's kind of using his powers um, with various corporations where he can use his powers, but he's not living that superhero life that he's kind of dreaded getting into. Um, once the parents pass, um, and I'm, I'm going to let you read the novel to see how that happens. Um once the parents pass, then he's forced to come home, gets his siblings together, and they're going to form a team that's sort of um, basically in Sam's mind, um, we're going to get justice for our parents, and and that's it. He doesn't realize that this is going to take him so much further than that. Um, but they form this team. It becomes the Sunstrom's Research and Exploration Team, and basically they end up inheriting all their parents' enemies and responsibilities and so that's kind of what the, the comic book series is about okay. i'm glad you described because i'll be honest i have not read the sunstroms um okay you know and i i'm just gonna be honest about it but it looked cool and when i was looking at the covers and doing our research about you it did give me the vibe of a uh, fantastic four type family action yes. uh secret mm-hmm. saturdays if anybody remembers that cartoon yes uh, i remember that yeah, so I'm I'm glad that my my thought process was along the same lines as what yours is. It sounds like I yeah. was when when I've I've known about the Sunstroms, but as you were describing it, I was thinking Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I was thinking more like the family, uh, the family, in when you said the families, uh, the kids inherit the family's enemies, and I was thinking Shark Boy and Lava Girl because you know they had to fight the generational family. I don't know yeah. how deep y'all in. Yeah learn to the uh the shark boy and lava girl lore but it's actually a good story i mean like people joke on and everything but i love shark boy and lava girl yeah there's there's some good stuff in there there's good stuff in there all right we do have a um a question from the audience we usually do this at the end of the show but mr mr fishley wants to know where can he buy your comics it sounds cool um you can buy the comics at um my online stores um hammerblam um my shopify.com um so it I think we can put that in the comments, but um, Hammerblam, myshopify.com, that's that's where all my books are. Um, you'll get them signed. They'll be bagged and, and in good shape. So all of that. So um, I know you I know you dropped the novel first. That's where I started reading um, your work first. Yeah. But, um, you have. So the, the comic books, the art that you put out is all most of the stuff that I've seen for is for for this uh for for the for the um sunstroms so um are how many comic books do you have out i've got two comics out now i've got the third one kind of like i'm probably halfway through with, with the third one um i do i try to write everything and once i get the script written i'll go back and and start drawing and doing layouts for the pages and so I'll get all of the art done and then go back and letter because I've already got my script. So, okay. 
So how does the um how does the how do the comics line up with the novel? Say that one more time. How did the I'm sorry, I forgot you. <laughs> how do the comics no how do the comic books line up with the novel? Okay, all right, good question. Um the comics come after the novel. The novel is the complete origin story of how the kids get together and form the team. Um and so you get beginning, middle, end in the in the novel. The comic book actually comes after that and becomes the adventures of. And so you start to see, okay, they're inheriting all this stuff from their parents. And some of it is not, some of it is not great stuff to inherit. Um, mm -hmm. But it creates these great episodes for, for the team. Um, the first issue, um, they're finishing up a school that their parents had started on long ago, um, like a science academy. And there's this, monster from another from another plane that that they unleash um the second issue um the people who actually um had a hand in murdering their parents um they're gonna they're trying to resurrect the guy who actually did it and so sam is like no we're about to put a stop to that you know so there's a lot of there's you know it's it becomes very episodic in the comics and for one i wanted to do one and done stories um but i didn't want to get into doing these big arcs I really wanted to to take let's take forty pages and tell one story at a time, you know, and do it that way. Yeah, I some of my favorite, um, especially indie books, are like that. They're, um, gosh, what is the guy's name from Weldon Studio? Scott Scott Weldon. Uh, Scott Weldon, yeah, and um, mm -hmm. he does he does a series that's that's like that, and um, I love his rest his in peace, Harlan Buck. <laughs> Rest in peace, Harlem. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we get any more though. Did he say he was, he's not doing it anymore for real? Oh man, it, I know, he, I, I know, he I know he was toying with the idea of of, of quitting, but um, Harlem Harlem Buck is one of was one of my favorite indie books. So okay, let's focus back on Gene, dude. Dude, Gene, focusing <laughs> on Gene. We're about community, though. We talk about it, when community. Scott starts producing more comics um, again. We can have him on the line. We can talk about that big break. But we're focusing on Gene right now. Terrible, um, but yeah, episodic uh, comics are 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 dope, and I think it's a a good way to um, reach more reach a lot of people too because, um, you know, especially when they see, you know, the cover art for your book, you know, they might be interested in the uh the future the uh, resurrection story as opposed to the 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 monster right. story, you know. Right. So um, I think that's a that's a solid way to go. But something you said earlier. Uh, made me think um, about your story where you where you said some of the things that they're inheriting from their parents are not good things. And I, I think that's a, right. Um, are you are you trying to relate, you know, these comics to real life or is this just like an allegory for, you know, your your thoughts? Is this something that you've experienced in real life or something that you're worried about leaving, you know, the legacy that you leave for your children? Or is this just, you know, kind of a, a fun story to to um to put out about these kids i think i think all of that's in play um i try not to i try not to be too um metaphorical when it comes to real life and and mm -hmm. think about it too much but i think that in trying to tell a fun story um you start to put in all those things that are kind of in your subconscious um you try to put those things in and and in trying to make something seem in a fantastic world try to make it seem realistic 
then you end up putting in some things from real life, um, things that you may see happen, things you may have experienced, uh, people you know, um, all those types of things. One of the interesting things about writing this, the original novel, I realized was um, I'm a dad, I'm somebody's son, I have a dad. And so at some point in time, you can be any one of those characters in the book, you know, because um, with it being a generational story. And I think um, that a friend of mine tells me all the time, you know, Star Wars ruins you because, you, you know, your stories are generational, you know, and that was one <laughs> of the things I was obsessed with was, oh, this is this guy's dad. And this is, you know, this is where this person comes from and that person, you know. And so I think that all of that stuff is in there, you know, looking at fathers and sons and and moms and 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 grandfathers and where you know where do people get certain ideas from those types of things you know that's all in the book and, and in the stories as well now one of the things we haven't really touched upon is the fact that you are the writer and the artist right yes yes now what was the thought process on wanting to do the artwork and the writing because that's very overwhelming for a lot of people to do everything on the book what was the reasoning behind that um i think part of it was I can do both. Um, I, you know, ideally I'd like to get to a point where I'm just doing scripts, you know, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> right. Right. Um, that I, I would, <laughs> I would like to get to that point. Um, but also I think my, when I draw my books look like me, they look like what I've envisioned in my head when I do it. And so um, I want to keep that for, for a while. Um, just to to get the style for what the characters look like. I think when and and I don't want anybody to think you know oh oh he thinks he's he's Jack Kirby or something like that. But I always give the 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 um the relation that Jack Kirby comics look like Jack Kirby comics. Yeah, you know they have a distinct um, look. Right there, there, there's a distinct look and there's you know there's no mistaking it and i i wanted to be able to um get to a point where when you think the sunstroms is there's a look that goes with it and i just wanted you know i wanted that after a while and so i just decided you know let me go ahead and do my own books especially when the prints came out pretty well um i, st mm -hmm. I was i was selling a lot of prints at shows um i thought you know i was like well people just gonna buy the book and once i started doing a print for every character the prints like really started going for me so now, at this point, who would you say is your target audience for the book? Um, I wrote it when I was teaching eighth grade. Um, and and so there's that that 12, 13, I think is perfect for for the genre anyway. And so um, I started writing it for them and I'm teaching ninth grade now and it, it still applies. And so I think that that 12 and 13, maybe 14 range is the is the target if you're older than that then you're going to get a lot more out of it anyway. Um, but, yeah. Um, I love it. See, and that's one thing that I didn't know about you. Um, I didn't know that you were a teacher. Are you still teaching or are you? Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm still teaching. I'm, I teach English one, um, writing, reading and writing. You know, I've been, matter of fact, 20 years in. Ooh, yeah. Um. So you went to, um, if, I'm, if I read your bio correctly, you went to school for uh, creative writing. And yes. um, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um. How and how do you think that that helped or hurt you, uh, when it comes to creating your own comic book series? 
um, it, it definitely helped. Um, taught me structure, and and I think that was that was a big thing. I always had ideas. Um, never had a problem with coming up with concepts. That was, I mean, that was the thing. You know, you got with your friends in school and did that. You know, yeah. um, but learning, you know, technique in creative writing courses, it, it taught you. Um, act one, act two, act three. It taught you um, what information needs to happen first in your story so that readers can connect and go ahead and, and get into it. Um, and so I think taking those courses um, really helped. I, I would tell anybody, um, get yourself in, in some type of program so you can just learn the, the, the format for putting a story together um, because you can have a lot of great ideas and they can just be all over the place, you know, but learning how to build that house from the ground floor all the way up, you know, it's, it's a valuable skill, I think. So I got to ask though, cause you've been doing teaching for so long, let's say Sunstorm just blew up. Would you focus on that full time if you had the opportunity or would you still stick with with teaching? I, I think I would, but I'm at a point now where I think I would still teach in some capacity. Um, okay. I, I always wonder, you know, why, you know, certain, <laughs> certain writers that I follow, you know, they, they teach classes or whatnot. Like, do they need the money? You know, what, what's going on? It's but, a combination of things, you know? <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> but, Comments but, don't make but, a lot of money sometimes. Right. But, but also, but, but also there's, you know, once you, once you get into a space where um, you feel like what you're giving to um, a group of kids is valuable, you want to keep doing that. You know, so yeah. and I and I think that's where I'm at. You know, I, I fought it for a long time. My mom's an English teacher, and you know, I always said growing up, I ain't doing that. You know, and and here I am. You know, and so that is, is something I've, I've grown to enjoy. I don't think I would I would ever like really give it up forever. You know. Yeah, I think. See, for me, now that I'm older, I realize the impact that some of my teachers had on me like positively and negatively, you know, if, yeah. if you you get the right teacher that really believes in, you know, you know, you as a kid, you know, sometimes you, you might not be getting that same support from home and just having somebody, an older, you know, uh, uh, a figure in your life that does believe in you and can see your potential and kind of That's spark right. you to, to grow and, and do things that you, you know, you might not have ever done. So um, I think that that's awesome. And relating it back to the books, like you said, um, these kids are, you know, taking on some some of their problems and some of the some of the good things from their parents. And, you know, our kids are our kids are going to be dealing with that, <laughs> dealing with that soon, too. You know, I got that's, that's right. Two, uh, I got two teenagers who, you know, they're they're here with me at the at the convention and they can see, you know, what the what the life is like to come in and try to sell books. But also, um, if I would have had this education, you know, or had opportunities like this earlier in life, like I probably would be further in my in my career. Danny um, calls it education. Most people call it child labor. Right. <laughs> they, they get paid. They get paid um, in 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 Ace Blade books. But um, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's I think it's I think it's good to you know kind of impart that wisdom in our kids and to you know be that inspiration for them because they you know they need it and that's what's important. My mom was a teacher too. Um, or my mom is a teacher too. Um, and, um, you know, I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to teach uh, mm -hmm. music though. I wanted to teach music because my, 
my favorite teacher in school was my music teacher. Like, okay. he encouraged me to learn to play the piano and to sing and to play to learn percussion and all that stuff. And that was stuff that I that I didn't have time to do when I was home because I was always babysitting and right. you know and and all kinds of stuff. So teachers are are so important. And um, yeah, my, I think my mom actually was a teacher too for a minute. Wow, really? Wow, yeah, okay. like a, a short minute, and then she went. She was like a substitute teacher, and then she went start working for the government. Hmm. Oh, I was just we learning so much about everybody today. That's crazy. And, and I also say the last thing I want to say about that is I've learned that the two things kind of go together for me. Um, hmm. I'm I'm teaching reading skills and and writing skills, but then their teacher is somebody that does it and is 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 doing it professionally in in a way, um and and is it has been effective at doing it. And so there's a little bit added weight when you can say my teacher kind of knows what he's talking about in in this yeah. area, you know. Yeah, a, a good friend of mine, Andrew Augustin, um he he is a a game creator in in August in um in texas uh one of those texas cities and um there's a lot dude how are you gonna be like one of those know, texas a lot of, it starts with a it starts with the a i don't want to say the wrong one but he uh you know he teaches also and you know his one of his big things is you know how they used to say those that can't do teach but you can do and teach now so right you right. know and it, and it and like you said it has more impact when you can say look this is important this is something that you can do that i know you're interested in especially when it comes to the arts and you can make a living doing it. Cause I'm doing it too, you know? So right. that's a, you know, that's a huge thing. And I, and I know it's gotta be hugely impactful to the kids. All right. Well, I think this is a good time for us to take a, a little bit of a break and we'll come back and do quick takes. All right. All right. Yes. So, if you haven't seen the show before, uh, Quick Takes is a rapid-fire Q&A uh, where we ask our guests five questions, and they have to answer off the top of their head, okay? So, Gene, you know, I've known you for a minute. I'm not going to go hard on you. I'm going to give you um, some, some, some good questions to learn about you a little bit. And, okay, um, real quick. Should I try to do the clock or no? Um, we can try it. We can try to clock. Right. We can try right. it. Um, but we're gonna give you forty-five seconds, um, to answer these questions off the top All of right. your head. Okay. So the first one, the first one is uh is an easy one. All okay. right. I know you do conventions. Um, I we all love to do conventions and and in these shows. But I want to know: Do you prefer big shows, or do you uh do you prefer small shows? Um, and why? I prefer small shows with a very good turnout. Um, if you can, if you can get those two things together, you got something because um, people are more apt to spend time um, talking to you um, when they don't have a million options. That's absolutely true. That's the best. See, I've asked this question to a lot of people, and that is the best and most true, truthful answer, in my opinion. I like, I like uh, the smaller shows because. You get more intimate time with with the people, but um, the big shows are good because of the track. So, right, I, right. I like that. All right. Uh, question number two. All right. Just, uh, <laughs> just <gotta> go on. <laughs> it's been a minute. 
haven't seen the I haven't seen the graphic. I want, I just really want to see the graphic. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. All right. So question number two. I know okay. you're a fan of all these superheroes. Um, just like all of us, we're we're fans of all these superhero shows and and, and properties. Um, but we're gonna do a one's gotta go. All right. Okay. So you gotta pick between the Avengers, Star Wars, Captain America, or Spider-Man. Um, one's gotta go forever. All of their stories, all of their, you know, all of their impact on the culture has to go forever. Who are you getting rid of and why? I know you're not gonna say Star Wars. But I figure I'll throw it in there anyway. All right. This is going to be a terrible answer, but I'm going to tell you why in a minute. Um, I'm going to get rid of Avengers. That's better. Okay. All right. And and I'm going to tell you why. I grew up with Star Wars and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And actually Captain America. Um, so if I keep Cap, then even though Avengers is gone, then I can keep Cap. But I, I grew up, like, not reading Avengers. I didn't read Avengers until Brian Bendis got on it, to be honest with you. Well, yeah. um, you know, so. <laughs> right, right. Unless you're, like, <laughs> unless you're, like, 60 or older. Right. So I grew up without Avengers, and so that, that one's kind of easy for me. Yeah, I can feel you on that. Um, I think the Avengers in the past, 10, 20 years has has really catapulted, but to me, it's not. It's still yeah, right. not where where Spider Man is. Um, so or Star Wars, but you know, all right. Yeah, because um, you're talking about like Spider Man and his amazing friends. That was my intro to the Marvel. You know. Oh wow. You know okay. that that show did for me what it was supposed to do. Like, because if What's you up, watch DJ? it, <laughs> if 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 you watch it, you realize it was supposed to be like a basically like gateway drug to the whole comics and everything and that's exactly what it did to me so got your hook spider-man and his amazing friends was also the debut of firestar she did not appear yep. in the yep. comics that's right oh i didn't know that yeah yeah and i don't remember why they created her it was something licensing wise um but there's a reason why they had her and not another marvel character in there i can't remember what exactly though mm-hmm. i'll ask javon i know he knows javon probably knows yeah um, okay, so question number four. Um, which one is better? Farmville, North Carolina, or Farmville, the game? Farmville, North Carolina is definitely better. <laughs> is it, Shots what, fired. What, 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 is, what is out there? Hey, I, I, got, I got to represent um, the Farmville Central Jaguars is out there. So okay. that, that that's one. So What? Marvel Central Jaguars. That's the, the football team, basketball team. Okay. What is that like high school? College? High what? school. High school. We're gonna take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Take take my word for it, but just know, black I'm and gold. Get, I'm, gonna out, I'm gonna get out there to visit eventually. I was like, yo, I've been all over North Carolina. I've never heard of Farmville before. Hey, so, I'm gonna get out there and we go. We go. We definitely go take a look. Hey, um, Google us, man. Google us. All you'll see uh, is the Farmville High School and Gene. If you Google it, that's all that's gonna come up. <laughs> that's it. Gene Willoughby, the creator of Sunstrums, is from there. That's what. That's hey, hey, don't don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. <laughs> you right. look up Wikipedia. That's all you get. Yeah, yeah. That's in the Encyclopedia Britannica. All right. So, uh, the question number four. All right. Um, 
And this one is uh, more of a for your educational background. Okay. Um, do you prefer online school or traditional school for today's um, for today's youth? Like going to college, would you uh, recommend going to, going to school online or going to school traditional? What are the strengths and why? Uh, I think a lot of a lot of kids do well with online. I'm I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it even in high school right now. Um, they're just they're just more attuned to just being on the screen. They they already talk to each other through screens, and they're used to communicating that way. It takes it takes anxiety out of it for them. Um, a lot of them are not not used to right now um, going to places in person and have and having to show up at a certain time. It takes that out of it, and so um, online for for today's kids. Yeah. Um. I know my my kids, all four of my children, they've, like you said, they are, they got the technology, man. They know, you know, how to use it and they can multitask with it. And, you know, to me, I like, I still like traditional school, but I understand it's a lot of waste um, when it comes to like everybody coming to a class and, you know, having a reserved space and, and driving, everybody driving or, or getting there at the same time. It's a lot of waste that, um, that you know, traditional college makes. When I, I worked in the, in the last school system I was in, I was a part of a lot of meetings and with the uh, central office. And when they talked about how much money they were spending on like gas for buses, like it was astronomical. Mm -hmm. Like like, it was, it was, it was unbelievable numbers, you know? So you're right. I believe it. Yeah. Um, all right. So last but not least, um, everybody, worst question of all of them. Everybody who watches the show. This is the um, stupidest question. It's not a stupid question. It's a it's boring a question. question. It's not a stupid question. It's not a boring question. It I wanna boring. I wanna see how big it's of a, a horrible Lakers question. Fan. <laughs> I want to see how big of a Lakers fan Gene is. Okay. And if he's right. gonna tell the truth or not. Okay. Um so number five, everybody knows uh, if you watch the show, I do another show called Top it's Five. An idiotic Bible. question. It's it's a Stokes. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> And I always get our guests here to do a top five. So I want you to give me your top five Laker players. Um, oh, uh, five okay. to one. Five being, you know, the worst. Um, okay. One being the greatest Laker player of all time. Let's hear it. Uh, Kareem Magic. Kobe. Shaq, LeBron, LeBron at number one. Wait, LeBron, are you? Is, are you? Okay, I'm, I think I think I, I think I inverted it. I did. Okay. I did top. I did. I did the top first. You did one first. Okay. You, yeah. So you okay. Said, Kareem is number one. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's why I was. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I was blowing your mind for a minute. For... <laughs> I was like, Kareem at five. You gonna die. All right, so LeBron at five. Yeah, uh, yeah. You said, uh, who'd you say? Will? I gave you. I, I gave you Kareem, Magic, Shaq, okay. Kobe, Shaq, Kobe, LeBron. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll go with that. I, I like it. I like no, it. no. Actually, I gave you. I gave you Kobe, Shaq, LeBron. Kobe, Kobe, Shaq, LeBron. Uh, at yeah. LeBron at five. Yeah. Where did Kyron go? Kyron took himself out of the show. <laughs> Kyron, what? That's never happened before. <laughs> Kyron took himself out of the show. I'm just gonna um, be out and I'll be out in the backstage while y'all talk stupid Laker stuff. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love getting some um 
but you know, um, okay. I know that's you, Kevin Chapman, in the chat. We, <laughs> hmm, you and me hey, with your stupid Kings Clippers are, fans. Kings are number Kings are number two right now. We number two. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they, they yeah, are. Like that bean. That's what I'm talking Thank about, you. baby. I'm right. down with are it. You, as long as are y'all, hey. are, y'all, are y'all done talking Lakers? Because I'll, I'll be that's a stupid question. Y'all. Hey, one and a half games out of fifth place. One and a half games out of fifth place. We we coming. Yeah, they hey the game last night was pretty it was exciting, man. Yes, sir. I stayed up, I stayed up till the, what 12 30 to, to watch the internet game. It was yep. pretty good. Okay, so here's the thing I don't like about Clippers fans. Y'all have no championships. I don't think you've ever been to the NBA finals, like even in when you're in San Diego. And I don't know if you've been to the Western Conference Championship. I got Russell, so, Russell Westbrook though. They Nope. <laughs> so I don't understand how Clipper fans be talking any smack, like at like, all. But Clippers, like, it's like they got a, a a dope older brother, and they like we in the same city, yeah. but you know we just the the little brother. You know they have the a three year run of good a good basketball, maybe four years, and yeah, then they just get talk all this crap. I think Kerry is a Clippers fan. That's that's homie. He's a, a great artist. I ain't gonna disrespect the Clippers. I just no. I'm gonna disrespect the Clippers. I'm gonna disrespect the Clippers. <laughs> oh, oh, because they talk so much stuff for no reason, no reason at all. <laughs> talk a lot of trash, but you know it's okay. It's okay. All right, all right, all right. Well, I guess that's it because your your phone's your alarm just went off, didn't it? Saying it's time for you to go. My alarm did just go off, but. I got I got some time. I no, I just gotta get I, y'all know me. I I'll be on the road. I'm just trying to get it done. Um, but I wanted okay. to I Gary is sure not a Clippers fan, he's a Sixers Bulls fan, so we're okay. good. All right. Okay. Um, top, top five Lakers. What's Shoeless Joe Jackson? Samuel Jackson. Seven Davis Fozzie Bear. Terrible. What was this week's uh quick takes brought to us by? Who's our sponsor? Um, quick takes brought to us by um, Burger King. Have it your way at Burger King. Burger King, if you want to sponsor us, reach out to us at fourtailspodcast at gmail.com. We will gladly sponsor you. <laughs> Glad to take those. They actually got a pretty good croissant. The croissant, which the breakfast sandwich. I like it. I like the breakfast, the Burger King croissant. Which, um, they have the two for six going on right now uh, for the doubles. Uh, okay. So, Awesome. I haven't had Burger King in literally years, like literally years. I have not had it. McDonald's either. Terrible. Well, that's, right. that's probably that's probably a good thing. All right, Gene. We got we only have a few more minutes, so okay. Before we let you go, one more question. It was for a group here. Who was your favorite teacher growing up? What grade was oh, it? Okay. Um. Favorite teacher growing up. Favorite teacher growing up. Um. Give give a shout out to um Miss Vivian Covington. Um I just she was um my chemistry teacher in high school. Um kind of made made me feel seen in, in, in a few yes. different ways, you know. Um got me involved in a camp that you know that actually ended up kind of um doing some good things for me as a kid. Um so um shout out to her. All right. Shout out to Miss Covington. I love it. All right. And uh, I know we did this earlier, but where can people find your books, find your works, you know, all that good stuff? 
Okay, um, you can find my work at hammerblammyshopify.com. Um, all my books will be there. All my T-shirts and prints will be there that I have available right now. Um, so you can pick up anything. Most of the things that you can find at my table, you can find um, at that website. Nice. And social medias? Social media. Um, Facebook will be at um, Sunstrom's Novel. Um my Instagram will be at Sunstrom's Novel. I also have a Substack um, newsletter that I do, uh, which is willoughby.substack.com. All right. Thank you. Danny, where can people find your work? Um, shout out to the to the folks who bought uh, Gene's books um, while, yes. they were, while we were alive. That's always dope to get um, some support from the from the indie community, some great I, folks. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, man. I think it was a uh, fish and Brad. Brad, who's like basically Bruce Wayne, just buys everybody's yeah, books. With Brad his. is the Bruce Wayne of uh, the indie. <laughs> of indie uh, he said, "If I see it, I'ma buy it." Uh, it seriously. So, uh, shout out to y'all, man. Really, um, that that was dope. And um, for me, you can find me on all social medias at the Ace Blade or our website fourthwallpros.com. Don't forget, we got the Kickstarter going on right now for um black rose and harlem and hey, who drew uh, black rose again um a wonderful artist named kyron silva okay, did, okay. Uh, did the art for black rose yeah amazing guy amazing guy and where can, where um, can people sign up for that so they can make sure they get that uh, com backslash kickstarter i uh, can get you there absolutely um kyron where can people find you uh you can find me on social media on twitter on instagram tumblr and TikTok because I'm actually am posting TikToks now at Taurus Comics. Uh, you can go to my website TaurusComics.com. You can pick up all my books: uh, Saw the Lightning Wielder, Shaman's Destiny, Ruby from Planet Oz, Starcore, all available on my website. Um, Brad's the reason we are all selling comics. Facts. Seriously, I th- I don't I don't know a comic Brad hasn't read at this point. Um, I want to see this. <laughs> I want to see Brad's collection. Like I want to see how he stores it. That's what I want to do. Brad, please tag Danny and I online with all the indie comics that you. Who is that? Who? Wait, which which daughter was that just now? Oh, Stephanie. She's got. The, oh, okay. That's Koski. Yeah. On, and then Kendra. Kendra here's Kendra's the Grim Reaper. She's got the Grim Reaper costume on. Uh, nice. Okay. Put the hood on. Put the hood on. Oh She's wow. And DJ, DJ's back there. He's got on a hoodie, but he wanted to do Miles Morales, but he couldn't find his jacket. Okay. So. All right. Anyways, um, TaurusComics.com. Pick up all my books. Uh, Brad, please, if you can find the time, take a video of all the indie comics that you have, because I got to see this collection. It is, he literally buys everybody's books. Like, go I am not lying. Cave, just go into the back cave with the camera. And just, and just yeah. Yeah. But if this is the first time you've ever checked out the Four Tales podcast, please go to our website, uh, foretalespodcast.com, the number four, T-A-L-E-S podcast.com. You can listen to all our previous episodes, you know, people like Eric Larson, uh, Danny J. Quick, Morgan Iverson, uh, Javon Stokes have all been on this amazing podcast. What? I did uh, ask Mr. Stelfreeze to come on the show. Um, okay. He, well, I sent, I left a message. He, he didn't pick up when I called him last time, but I did okay. mention the show in in the message so um when i whenever he calls me back i'll bring it up so we might all right so you heard it first uh brian stealthies will be on the show um no (laughs) (laughs) 
we don't know when, but Brian Stelfies will be on the show sooner. Yeah, we don't, we don't, all right. Uh, join us though next week. We are going to have who do we have? Uh, Madeline Holly Rosing online. Uh, she's going to talk about her book, uh, Boston the Metaphysical Society. Great book. Uh, but until next time, sayonara, goodbye, and everybody, please take care of yourselves. Thank you.